Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Dr. Bebe on Call, giving you your daily dose of okayness. Yes, yes, yes. Why am I here? What makes me want to have a podcast and what makes me think that I have something that you want to hear? Well, that's all going to be determined down the road because I believe I have something to say, but it's going to be up to you to decide if it's something that you want to hear. So by way of introduction, let me tell you a little bit about what's coming up on the Dr. Bebe Uncalled podcast. We're going to be spending time or hopefully just a few minutes out of your day whenever you need to maybe take a break from the kids, take a break from the job, take a break from the relationship, take a break from the troubles of this world just to hear somebody tell you that you're okay. Sometimes you got to take a break from even your own thoughts, your own thoughts telling you that things are not okay. So maybe you can just tune into Dr. Bebe and hear somebody tell you that, you know what? It's going to be all right. You know, there was a time in my life where I didn't believe that I was okay or that things were okay. And I would constantly get caught up in everything that uh, every situation or every uh, trial I found myself in, I would get so wrapped up and so invested in the trouble that I really couldn't do the things I needed to do. And that's kind of what I see in this world today is that people are so caught up. We spend so much time with this 24-hour news, social media, just constant information coming at you, things just coming at you on the daily that I just believe you need to take a break from and say, you know what, I just need a moment to be okay. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We got uh, in the middle of uh, police brutality against black men and protests going on and just just being seen like you're pressed in on every side. You know, we don't know where the kids are going to return to school. You don't know whether or not your job is going to be there. And people worrying about how the rent's going to get paid, the mortgage's going to get paid, how we're going to feed the babies. Just so much that is going on in the course of a day that uh, you just forget that, you know, somewhere you still got to say, hey, I got to be okay, you know, because there's another day I got to look forward to. So that's kind of what I'm here to try to help you do, because whenever you're not okay, it's really owning problems. You know, I found out in my life that I was owning my problems. I was being invested in situations. And that's not good because on one hand, we say, you know what, trouble not going to always be here. We, If you live long enough, you know that what you was worried about yesterday, it might be resolved by the day. Or you just know that what, what once was trouble, you look back and say, hey, but I made it through that. So that tells you that, you know, what trouble don't last. So if something doesn't last, what's the point of me getting so invested in it? What's the point of me putting so much time and energy and thoughts and emotions into things that um, it's just not going to last? Also, it's the same with some things I just can't change. You know, why put so much into something that can't change? Why put so much into people or situations that you just can't change? You know, we can't, we're not all Superman and Superwoman. We may think we can do a lot, but some things we just can't do nothing about. So what's the point of being so invested in everything? And again, like I said, that's where I found myself in a place in life. But it was also in a time of trouble and a time of deep hurt and pain that I walked out of it realizing that, you know what, girl, it's okay to be okay. And even though it's, it, you can't change it, you can't bring it back, you, you, nothing you can do about it, all you can do is say, you know what, I'm going to be okay, and I'm going to keep walking forward. And that's kind of how I got the name Dr. Bebe. 
I actually got that name, Dr. Bebe, from my grandson, my youngest grandson, who's now four years old. But at the time, he was about a year and a half, and we were all waiting and expecting his little sister to come into the world. And she would have been the uh, first uh, granddaughter of me and my husband. We have uh, six grandsons and who range in age from 21 to four. And uh, at that time, we were we were waiting on her. We were saying, wow, we are going to be blessed with, with our granddaughter, with our first granddaughter. And we had all the plans and just walked around every day talking about what all we were going to do for her and all the plans we had for her and all the trips we would take and the fun we would have. And then one Saturday morning or afternoon, we got a call that everything wasn't all right. My son texted me and he said, Mama, she's dead. And, you know, she was stillborn and it was devastating. And that was uh, back in uh, uh, 2017, 8-12-2017, August 12, 2017 is when I realized that life wasn't going to be the same and that some changes had to be made. And so uh, we got the news that she was stillborn and we all went to the hospital and we were there and. We got to hold her, just a beautiful, beautiful little girl. Um, and we held her and, you know, we all, we went through that process. But it was during that time, I remember that I was walking in the hall with, with her big brother as they were willing her mom back into the room and, you know, after the surgery and everything. And I carried him into the room and he said, baby. And I knew he was referring to her because we had been telling him that a baby was coming. But for some reason, even after we left the hospital, he kept referring to me as Bebe. He didn't call me grandma. He didn't call me uh, grandnight or nothing like that. He's always called me Bebe from the day we left that hospital. And I didn't really pay attention to it at first until my husband brought it to my attention. He said, you know, he keeps calling you Bebe. And I thought down, I would change a little bit, but it hasn't changed to this day. He keeps calling me Bebe. And I related that um, to that situation. And then later on, how Dr. Bebe came around was that, again, he named me that. I used to, uh, when I'm usually cooking and one Thanksgiving, I would put scrubs on the cook. And he referred that to doctor. So he started calling me Dr. Bebe. And so that's kind of the reason for that. And the reason for even this podcast is that it was at that time that my heart dropped in that situation. But I had to pick my heart back up. And I had to realize that, you know what, I'm hurting because she didn't make it. I'm hurting because my son and his wife are hurt. You know, and that's something. But those were two situations I couldn't do anything about. I couldn't bring her into the world. I couldn't take their pain away. And so somewhere in there, I had to find a way to get up every day and still do the things that I had to do. I had to still get up every day and function. And in some ways, I had to function for others. I had to get myself together because I had to be okay for them because I knew they were struggling and I knew everybody around me was, was struggling and finding a way to deal with the devastation that hit our family. But there was something in me saying, you know, but you got to keep it together. And that's where that concept came from that it's okay to be okay. Because I realized that if I wasn't okay, I realized that if I couldn't bring anything out of that situation, I wouldn't be able to help anybody else. And you know, what is life if we're not able to help somebody else? And so it was in that that 
I've decided that during that time, I said, you know, everything that I would have done for her, why not do it for other children? So we started a foundation. We started the Friends of uh, Kyla because her name was Kyla Janice. And so we started the Friends of Kyla Foundation, which for the last three years has been blessing children at Christmas and different holidays and back to school. But I say all that to say that that's where that concept came from, that it's okay to be okay. Because in being okay, you're able to do something for somebody else and you're able to move forward. I had to face the fact I could have woke up every day and I could have been mad at the world. I could have been, God, why me? I could have just went through and and just, just internalized it and owned it. But I realized that since I couldn't do anything about it, I couldn't keep investing my emotions into it. I couldn't keep investing my time and my energy into the situation. I, what I had to do was, in order to move forward, I had to realize that, you know what, things didn't go my way and it didn't work out the way I thought it would, that the plans didn't go as planned. I wouldn't be spending time with her, but I realized that I was still okay because I still had to wake up and have a life. I still had to move forward. And even if moving forward meant moving forward for her, moving forward, knowing that, you know what, you didn't make it here, but I'm going to represent you here. You didn't make it, but you know what? Bebe's going to be okay. Bebe is going to do something to change the world, even on your behalf, so that we turned our loss into love. And that's what I want to do when I come onto these podcasts. I want to teach people how to move forward. I want to teach you how to be okay with being okay. I, I want to teach you that you know what? It can be all right. And so I envision an okay nation. I envision coming on this podcast. And if it's just for a few minutes a day, then I'm going to talk to what I'm going to call the okay nation. So okay nation, until the next time, it's okay to be okay.